Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. You all know how much we love ProCare. We talk about them all the time, pretty much in every episode we record. Pretty much. So we are really, really excited to announce. They're sponsoring the podcast. Yay! Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> and we truly believe in their product because we take them every single day. I take their one-a-day capsule. Yes. And I take their one-a-day chewable. It's freaking delicious. And not only do they have multivitamins, but they have calcium chews. Yeah. Delicious calcium chews. The salted caramel is to die for. Oh, and the cinnamon roll guys tastes like a cinnamon roll mm-hmm. oh my god they also have dinner mint but mm-hmm. our favorite favorite yes. is a dark chocolate for two reasons one you can have it at nighttime for a treat mm-hmm. or make a s'more out of it we've done it freaking bomb how cool is that so go now to procarenow.com and use code oslp for 10 percent off Alrighty, now go now what are you waiting for go get your vitamins yeah welcome back oslp family yeah. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I got God, you. I got it's you. It's second time. I know. I um, know. You are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast, and this is Kelly. This is Mel. And so a couple things before we start the episode. Yeah, because we is, have some cool stuff coming up. We do. Um, we just announced that we are going to be at the Las Vegas WLSFA convention in so excited in freaking Vegas yes yeah baby yes we are so stoked um, to be there and we want you guys to be there too so we can meet mm-hmm. you so if you would like to purchase tickets for that we are going to have that on our website um, if you go to the events page it'll be uh, March 10th yeah it's through the 13th that's right that's right so um, those dates will be on there um, you just click on that and it will um, bring you to the link yeah your girls are doing tickets. like two shows there's gonna be a fancy red carpet there's gonna be some a Las fun. Vegas night like an yeah. old school Las Vegas night which I still have to find an outfit for uh-huh. I'm like mentally going through my closet right now trying to figure out what I already mm-hmm. have versus yeah so it's gonna be fun we gotta find some outfits to to go for that um and then we are also going to be in austin texas that's right the big state of texas yeah <laughs> finally finally and that is freaking march 26th so those those tickets are on berry diaries are only 35 dollars. Yes. so you have no excuse to come hang out with us yes and they are also on our events page yeah, so right. you can click on that it'll give you the link you go over purchase your tickets super simple Sorry, I felt like I had to burp. Um, no, too much coffee good. this morning, I guess. <laughs> um, and then we are also going to be in San Diego. San Diego. Yes. So we cannot wait to be back in San Diego. We were there last November. Oh, so pretty. It is. And it's so warm. And oh, I can't wait. I mean, that's my town, man. I fell mm-hmm. in love. I was like, ooh, because we hung out in Long Beach and San Diego. And I was like, these are my people. Yep. These are my peeps. Yep. So hang out with us. It's April 30th. Again, BarryDiaries.com, $35. So go get your tickets as yes. fast as possible because yes. we want to see you. Yes. And it again, it is also on our website. Um, I realized I didn't tell you what our website is. It should be no, no. It's a no brainer. No brainer. <laughs> OurSleevedLifePodcast.com. Um, and that is O-U-R. Sleeved Life Podcast. I know some people get confused when I say our sleeved life. Oh, yeah. And they think our. Because it's, so it's our. It's our. 
hour life podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, and then if you have not already checked it out, please go over to patreon.com forward slash OSLP mm-hmm. and check out our Patreon. We uh, love our patrons so much. Yeah. And we have all different levels to help support your girls. Uh, we've got a dollar level all the way up to a $50 level. That's right. Um, which we do not have any expectations. We just appreciate any support you give us because we want to do a tour and mm-hmm. we are getting closer and closer to that mark. That's so, right. That's right. And um, you can be part of our Benchy support group, which yes. is like one of the best freaking things ever. Yes. I wake up. The first thing I do is go on to the Benchies. Check it out. And uh, see what they're doing. See what's going on that day. Uh, we check in uh, at least once a day. We comment. Mm-hmm. We give our advice as best we can. Um, so it is really a great support group. It really is. Like me and Kelly were like, hey, we haven't seen Becoming Ashley in a minute. And then she posted this morning. Yes. I was like, yes. yes. So, so it's stuff like that. Like we do pay attention. We do love mm-hmm. you guys. We talk about you guys off, mm-hmm. you know, off air mm-hmm. that you don't know about. Yes. Um, because we care. So yeah. go over there, you know, do that. And if you want a free way to support us, you just got to go to YouTube, man. Yes. All you have to do is click on your app right freaking now and go subscribe. Hit the bell because you get the video episodes one a week every Tuesday yes Um. so that way you guys can hang out there um, there's seasons two all the way up till current so you get to watch us do all the things yes there's unboxings over there yeah there's, there's a bunch workouts of workouts over yeah, there yeah so. so if you're not on Instagram or Facebook we totally get it it can be very overwhelming yeah Um. so we do share a lot on our YouTube page we do Um. and so it's it's really it's a great way to help support us yeah because so, there's um, even a tour of devotion on there yes so. and If you were listening to this and wondering, you went over to YouTube and you're wondering where the videos are from the last couple of episodes. (laughs) It's because it's a secret. Yep. Um, We have redone our studio and we are waiting on one final piece to finish it out. That's right. And once that is here and we have that going, um, we will be posting all of the videos. Um, so don't worry, they're coming. It's just we want to keep the, the studio a secret That's until right. we can officially announce what it looks like. That's right. Because we worked very, very hard on this. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. It's been a, a crazy overtaking, but I'm really excited about the results. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, like it's totally us. <laughs> it's like so night and day. And, it is. And totally us. That's what I loved about the remodel is we actually have a good blend of me and Kelly in here mm-hmm. because before it was more me and Eric because you know what? We live here. So it well, makes sense. Exactly. But now we can actually like remodel and get Kelly style in here. Mm-hmm. And it's fabulous. I love these goddamn chairs. Oh my gosh. They're Just wait best. until you guys see these I chairs. Know? They're so amazing. And the best part is, is that we can sit and talk for hours, hours. And, these, and we have done it yeah we have done it it's we have a couple episodes quick. where we have recorded uh, we've gone way over our mark <laughs> um so today we have kind of a cool episode yeah um we're gonna talk about the time so you have surgery yeah you wake up now what? Now what? What do you do? What? What the hell do you do? Because you just had surgery. You're not sure. You've you've completely changed your life. Yes. Um. And yeah. those first few weeks can be so difficult to navigate. And it's they're so important. Too. They are. They are. They are critical. Because, that is where you find your rhythm. Well, and that's where like the footing starts. Where you're starting like finding the rhythm. You're mm-hmm. realizing uh, what did you just do to yourself? Yeah. Because you can't go back. 
you cannot yeah. <laughs> as much as so like buyer's remorse with like a car or something mm-hmm. is completely different. And we've talked about buyer's remorse. Um, and if you haven't listened to that episode, go over and listen to it right now, because it is a great one to kind of pull you into that. What we're meaning by that. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a car or something like that, that you can just return. So say you go to a store and buy a really expensive camera. Right. And then you're like, ah, shit, I shouldn't have spent that money. Yeah. So then you can just go and return it. You cannot return your surgery. No, you cannot. Y- you cannot return it. So um, we want to give you the best advice that we can mm-hmm. to na- help you navigate those first few weeks after surgery. And we get a <sighs> lot of questions about that. Well, because it's kind of a blur because it does go by quickly. It does. Um, so just know that like what you're feeling that first month is going to be like where you don't even remember mm-hmm. when you go later. But they, it is very important. Mm-hmm. Like when you first wake up, I remember wanting water. Like Mm. immediately, but you couldn't. Yep. You couldn't. Well, okay. So let me preface that with Mm -hmm. some surgery centers will allow you to drink water. That's true. That's true. So some surgery centers will and some will not. Um, Both of ours did not allow us to have water. We Mm. had, we both had these little spongy things. Yeah, we had a suck on sponges. It was almost like a lollipop, a sponge Mm. lollipop. Yeah. And you could dip it in the water and then like wet your mouth essentially that was what it was there for yeah because you're not dehydrated no because they have fluids pumping into you yeah all so, night long <laughs> yeah so you're you're not dehydrated so um and there's a reason why they do that because you can most people cannot drink water normally Mm-mm. no because after like you know like that <clears throat> the things in your throat yeah yeah the um what's it called <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. It's the that it tube. goes down your esophagus. Yeah, yeah, you've got a tube in your throat. It dries out your throat. Yeah, um, it can irritate it. Um, if you had a um, what is the word? Why am I having problems thinking of the know. words I can't think of it today? Either. It's too fucking early. I, I know guess. you guys are yelling at home, being yeah. like, "It's that." Yeah. So just if you can remember, <laughs> yeah, just message us and tell us what we're forgetting. But um, yeah, if if you wake up and you have you wake up and you're throat is sore it's kind of irritating yep. um you're for me that first drink of water was really hard because i am a chugger yeah i like to chug water or mm-hmm. i liked to chug water um i still do it now and then i regret my decision immediately after doing it um but it was very like it was really hard to like swallow yeah and that's what she said. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was just, it felt like there was like something that was keeping me from swallowing. Yeah. It almost feels like there's a knot, but yeah. there's not a knot. You yeah. know, like when you swallow too much, like I'll, I used to take big gulps. That's what it would be mm. for me. And I'm like, oh, it's like you can feel it hit and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. um, is it not going to go down? And then it slowly mm-hmm. goes down, but it hits you. It does. And it fills you up really quick yep. because your stomach is so swollen. Yep. And it's just been through a hell of a a time, a good time Um, (laughs) that it's once you swallow that or eat broth or anything, it's like immediately full. Yeah. And that feeling is going to be around for a while for me. For Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Feeling full all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not even just feeling full. It was just like I was just it was just a weird feeling because I didn't feel hungry at all. Yes. You know, and that's going to be so for you newbies out there. That is normal. It is super normal, normal to not feel hungry. You have to find a new normal for that feeling. Because yeah. to this day, like unless I'm like hungry, hungry, mm-hmm. like my stomach does not growl. Yeah. Like it'll no. make noises, but it will not growl. It does the gurgles. Yeah. 
like even till this day, like six years out, almost seven years, I get mm-hmm. the gurgles when I'm hungry. Yeah. You you become in tune to your body because yeah. you're like, OK, am I hungry? Am mm-hmm. I not? Hungry? Am I because thirsty? That feel, what is yeah. It? Like, what am I? And I still play that game yeah. to this day. Like, OK, I feel like I'm hungry, but how much water have I had? Yeah. So then I go into my hydrate app mm-hmm. and I look at how much water I've drank and then I'm like, Okay, I've only had 30 ounces. I'm thirsty. Yep. Um, yep. And speaking of apps, huh. that is going to become your life. Yeah. So get used to this part. So mm-hmm. this is a full time fucking job. You you have now put yourself first mm-hmm. and you have now put yourself in a position to where you're going to take care of you all fucking day long. Mm-hmm. And that's very important. Mm-hmm. So don't get mad at yourself or don't get mad at the fact it's taking time. It's supposed to take time. Mm-hmm. And tracking is key in the very beginning. We know that everybody has different um, feelings about tracking. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, it's important because you have no idea how much water you're getting. Mm-hmm. You don't know how much protein you're getting. And it's really hard to get both. Yes. It's really we, hard. Well, we talked to the Twisted Sisters yesterday. Yep. And which that should that already dropped for yep. you guys. Um, and we discussed um, where like how how are they doing now with tracking? Mm-hmm. And Patty said that she doesn't track anymore right. because she has a good idea. Like she still eats and drinks the same things. Right. Um, so she knows what she's yeah, so her she intake built, is. Yeah, she built the routine. Correct. That's the deal. She built that because she's eight months out and then Michelle's nine months out. And mm-hmm. that's like that that first like core, like I would say the first three months to six months. Mm-hmm. If you're tracking, then you have a good idea. Like, oh, this is 20 ounces. Mm-hmm. This is 12 ounces of water. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so your intuition, when you look at things, you're like, oh, it's fine. It's when you break your routine. You need to be tracking because you don't know, wait, did I actually get enough water today? Mm-hmm. Did I get enough protein? Like, mm-hmm. and that's, I love tracking, but I am a numbers girl. You are. So like, it never bothered me. I didn't have the anxiety around tracking, which I know that you had. I do. Yeah, yeah I definitely do because I did, um, you know, calor- caloric deficiencies. I did mm-hmm. Weight Watchers. I've done all of the diets. Right. All of the diets. And so I have PTSD when it comes mm-hmm. to that because I don't ever want to go back into a diet form yeah because there is a reason why i did the surgery and that was that i didn't have to be on a diet on a diet yeah yeah you just this is just what you eat now exactly exactly so let's go back to okay so you woke up from surgery yep you're craving water mm-hmm. um you're probably you, you probably have no need for food because no. you are just doped up and <laughs> out of it uh some people wake up and they want food and that's completely normal yeah but know that you have to get past your mind at that point that's a mental thing yeah it's totally mental, mental. um i always told myself pre-op because i was on a two-week liquid diet yes, you were. so i was already like i knew that if i could get through the two-week diet mm-hmm. i wouldn't feel hungry okay and i knew that like it I didn't know, but in my mind, I just made it okay by saying, okay, as soon as I have surgery, I'm not going to be hungry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to want food. So if I can get past these two weeks, I can do this. I like that mindset. That's great. Right? Yeah. I forgot all about that until just now. It's weird how things pop up. Well, because that really like changed your like outlook. Yeah. And then you weren't like, like, oh, I'm so hungry every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I kept from not like cheating on my two-week liquid Mm -hmm. because I knew that I was like, okay, if I can get through this, 
I can I can get I'm no longer going to be hungry. Yeah, that feeling's going to be gone. Yes. Because like the ghrelin that they because the part of your stomach that gets taken out, whether you're doing R and Y or if you're doing the sleeve, mm-hmm. it's the ghrelin that's gone. Yes. And that ghrelin hormone is what makes you feel hungry. Correct. So now for a while, like your body's not going to produce that. So that's mm-hmm. why you don't feel hunger, by the way. Yes. Um, yes. And when we hear people say that they have they feel hunger, we know that that's more of a that's a mental thing. Yes. And because the chemicals gone, the chemicals gone. It's yeah. not there anymore um for most people now you guys have heard you know we did our complications episode and some people do have complications yep the surgery the surgeon or whatever is not equipped to be doing what he's what they or he what they are doing Doing, yeah and so there could be a complication and if you are feeling not like always check in with your surgeon. Yeah. Because that's what they're there for. Yep. They're there to ask the questions, email, call. They don't care. They're there no. for that. That's what they signed up for. Um, so if you are feeling hungry, maybe call your surgeon and be like, hey, like my stomach's growling. I'm, you know, I'm really hungry, blah, blah, blah. Just have a conversation with them. And most of the time they can ease your brain down just by because your brain is going to go into overdrive. Oh, yeah. You're starting is, to reel. Yeah. You're like, is this wrong? Is this mm-hmm. wrong? What am I doing? I, am I drinking too much liquid? Like, it's because you don't. This is, for most people, the last chance. Yeah. And so you don't want to fail. Exactly. And then that's really like our own expectations that we're putting on ourselves with the whole failure thing. And it's like, hey, it's only you're only a few days out. Like you're not going to fail. No, nope. you just have to tell your doctor what you're feeling. Yes. And we all know it's hard to articulate sometimes what you're feeling. Yeah. But at least if you get that email out, mm-hmm. it's going to be helpful later. And then yes. you're going to feel less stressed and you might be able to actually sleep better. Yes. And you might be able to actually get some relief from them talking to you about mm-hmm. it. And then all of a sudden, like things are going to probably fall into place mm-hmm. so. or talk to a berry bestie. If yeah. you have a berry bestie, great. Go talk to them. See what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. See if there's something to actually be worried about because they may be able to be like, oh, yeah, I felt that it's totally normal. Yeah. Um, or if you don't have a berry bestie, we recommend finding one. Yeah. Or because they're amazing. Go to our benchies. They or will go be to our benchies. Put it in there. Yeah. They'll, they're really helpful. Oh, um, or just. DM us. Yeah. We're here for you guys. We will always answer. Yeah. Always. That's so, right. When we saw the the review of like, hey, they they messaged instantly on Instagram. Like, yeah, we will. We yes. will. That is never going to go away. We've already talked about it. We're mm-hmm. like, no, we answer those. Yes. That is us. That is us. So, so don't worry about that. It may be Mel. It may be me. We don't know. But one of us will always answer. And mm-hmm. if we get a question and we're like, hey, we both need to answer this, mm-hmm. we talk and we yeah, come up with the answer together. So don't you worry. That's right. So after you wake up, mm-hmm. you're feeling thirsty. You're no longer feeling hungry most of the time. <laughs> and then the first thing that I did was walk because I'm feel I was feeling that um, gas pain. Right. And I remember reading so much about how if you just walk, walk, walk. It kind of helps dissipate it. Right. So if you are not a fall risk, because that's a thing, it is a thing. Yep. Um, go walk. And I heard from somebody that their nurses would not let them walk. Yeah. And that's interesting. Yeah. And so this is the part where you kind of have to be your own advocate. Yeah. Because my nurses wanted me to lay down for a little bit. Okay. And I was like, no. 
no, I'm walking. <laughs> I am walking. Um, and I was constantly asking him, can I walk now? Can I walk now? So just be your own advocate a lot mm-hmm. of the times, too. Um, if you want water, say, like, I need something for to get some liquid into my mouth. Yeah. That's what she said also. <laughs> um, and then be your own advocate. If they're not letting you walk, be like, I need to see your supervisor because well, I need to why. walk. Ask yeah. why. Because that's a big deal. Because like I, when we talk to um, the sleeve dietitian, which is coming out soon, <laughs> that's a big deal. Like if we don't understand the why part, then it doesn't make sense. That's why we can't do the things yeah. that we want to do. And so there could be like, hey, your blood pressure is a little high. Yes. We're going to wait till, you know, it comes down mm-hmm. or your pulse is too high or mm-hmm. hey, we're noticing something like if you if they can give you a reason, then it's going to ease you of wanting to do the act that you want to do exactly. anyway. Exactly. And so. that is part of being your own advocate. Mm-hmm. Also, ask those questions. Yeah. Ask why. So, OK, so walking. We're good. So now you have been discharged. Yeah. You've been discharged. You're on your way home. You get home. You get all cozy and comfy in your bed or on the couch or wherever you choose to do that. I have had a lot of people ask about those foam, like they're like triangles to keep you propped up. Oh, yeah. Now, a lot of people say they come in really handy when you're home. I never used one before. And neither did I. Yeah. I legit just piled as many pillows as I could behind me. Yeah. Because or sit sit on your couch. I I think I just sat on the couch. Yeah. Because you don't want to be like using those abdomen muscles to get up. To get up. Yeah. So and, and that's why they say like some people say like you get those little mm-hmm. triangle foam things. Um, I do not know the actual name of them. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but a lot of people say that it's a waste of money. Okay. Because you can get the same end result from using pillows sleeping Mm -hmm. in a chair whatever you want to do well yeah and it's not it's really up to you because you're only going to need that for like a handful of days yeah it it goes away quick in my opinion and some people it takes a little bit longer and that's fine everybody is different well and me and kel have been through more than just this one surgery yes so so that's also gonna play a factor in your recovery Mm -hmm. because like yeah like i've broken my leg I've had to have surgery. Mm-hmm. You've had several sinus surgeries. You've had your gallbladder out. Yep. I've had three sur- sinus surgeries and my gallbladder. And my gallbladder is pretty much the exact same area spots mm-hmm. that you use for laparoscopic. So Dr. Thompson actually went through the same incisions because there was not a whole lot of scar tissue around those. Right. So she was able to go through those same incisions. Um, so I didn't have 10 instead yeah. of five. So um, nice. Which was very nice. I w- appreciated that so much. Um, so you really like we knew kind of what to expect. Well, and what I would want to help other people understand is like, think about it. Like your body just went through an undertaking. Mm-hmm. Like it is a lot for your body to be on anesthesia. It is. And then coming out of anesthesia. Yep. Um, the things that were just removed from you, like you were, you know, cut in areas. Mm-hmm. So understand like your body is trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. Yeah. So you're going to feel some aches and pains. Some people have really bad gas pains. Mm-hmm. Some people really don't. Yeah, Mel did. I, I had to get bad gas pain. And I learned from the Jeremy episode. Yes. I did have some, but it was very light. It was just in the, I didn't realize that, uh, I thought it was just chest and shoulders, mm. the way that everybody described it. And I just mm-hmm. had it in my back. Yes. That was the problem. I'd feel like all the achiness in the middle of my back and mm-hmm. the, at the top of my shoulders. Yes. But it wasn't insane. It wasn't like what I'm hearing from other people. Mm-hmm. Um, Because like from going through surgery, I knew like, 
Yeah, you're going to be fucking drowsy and not yourself mm. for like the first three to four days. So yeah. have someone well, with and you. you're on pain meds most yeah. of the time. So right? you're loopy. You're you're not thinking clearly. You're exactly. just so finding that rhythm when you get home mm-hmm. and having like I know that Eric helped you by like putting out the little cups. Yeah. And was filling it yep. when you needed it. Having that rhythm started as soon as you walk in the door. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It helps so much. It really does. And knowing from surgeries that like, hey, you're not going to be able to eat the same regardless of what surgery mm-hmm. you, you just had. Like mm-hmm. there was no way after my leg surgery that I was like having a hamburger or steak. Like that just no. wasn't happening anyway. Right. No. So it's normal that you're not going to be eating like you normally would anyways. Yeah. So you've gone through a whole change. Yeah. So might Expect as well that. just start the routine as soon as you walk in. As so soon as you walk in. Before surgery, I would recommend getting those little cups. Yeah. Making sure you have have a variety of protein powders or yeah. protein shakes because my taste buds changed right. immediately. I went from hating all things vanilla mm-hmm. to that was the only thing that I could drink <laughs> because chocolate tasted metally to me. Yep. And I couldn't do it. Now I'm back to my chocolate and I'm totally fine. But it did change for that time. And we had no vanilla protein powder. Well, in the and house. we hear that a lot from people that is like, oh, I bought too much product mm-hmm. and now I don't even like it. Yep. So like Devotion has samples. Yes. Get I the samples. That. That's the best freaking. I love the fact that she has those because mm-hmm. you don't find that really in any other no it's sector. really rare i mean you girl you know your girls have tried a lot of protein yeah a lot of protein powders um the i love that devotion does that yeah um, and you can get those at devotionnutrition.com um use oslp at checkout what mel said <laughs> um and get those those sample packs for right after surgery yeah so then you have them on hand if you um if your taste buds change yeah because your surgery center normally sends you homes with like the premiere or whatever that they like to give i know i fucking hate it too yeah um but like this way you'll have some sort of backup if Mm -hmm. that doesn't work or you don't like it and the little cups so the reason why we're saying get little cups is they told us they showed us actually in um before we left yes um like hey you're gonna want these cups and you're gonna want to fill these up and you're gonna do this like almost every other hour it's gonna mm-hmm. be protein one, water the next. Protein one, water the next, mm-hmm. and you're gonna ba- like go back and forth like this for almost all day long. Yes. Um. And then they're like, get a timer, so mm-hmm. that way once you're done, you know, like, okay, if I want like water, I need to wait. Yes. The time frames. Yes. So, so I timer actually, and cups, guys. Timers be, and cups. Yes. Because I was, you know, you're the number one thing that you need to do after protein or after surgery mm-hmm. is rest. Yeah, it's so important. You have to rest. So when I rested, I would watch TV. Mm -hmm. So I use the TV as my timer. So I knew that when it hit. So I I don't remember what I was watching, but it was 20 minute episodes. Oh, yeah. And so as soon as the episode was done, I knew it was time to drink or drink water or drink protein. Yep. And so I just went back and forth while I was watching an episode. Now, if I took a nap, I just would wake up, start the whole thing all over again. You know, Dr. Patterson told me no naps. Really? Yep. She told me and Matt no naps. Weird. It resets your system. Well, yeah, that's why you nap. Yeah, but you don't want like with the way that she explained it was that she didn't want us to nap because we were in the motion of getting all of our protein in for that day. Mm-hmm. And then when you nap, it resets your body thinking like, oh, we're going to go into sleep mode. So now we're going to like store everything. 
And so she's like, don't nap. If you could not nap, that would be great. And I was like, oh, OK. Oh, no, I'm a napper. <laughs> I mean, she's like, of course, the first few days. Yeah. That's fine. But she was like, when you're a week out, like, try not to oh, nap. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. I'm talking like the first couple of yeah, days. So the first after. week, fine. She said after yeah. that, like, try not to nap because of the resetting. Yes. But it, and it's doing. if you aren't hitting now, we've gotten messages of, you know, they're a week out and they're not hitting their protein goals. <laughs> And it is, a legi- it is a legitimate question. It, is, it, it is. is because nobody told me you're not going to hit those goals. Oh, I was told that. I was told that. I was not told. I, yeah. was, I was trying my hardest. And I'm like, why am I not even getting close? Mm-hmm. Because you don't have the you physically do not have the room to get it all in. It's it's impossible. Um, So you have to be mindful of mm-hmm. the fact that you are not going to hit those goals the first week right week or two it could be up to i mean i didn't hit my goals until probably about six weeks Mm -hmm. like that's when i really started to hit my rhythm of like actually getting all my water and all my protein in god it took me so long yeah you were also way scared it was like yeah well anytime i felt any pressure i would stop yeah so i was like nope we're not puncturing this i don't want anything any liquids coming out i realized now like after watching a surgery it was not going um, to happen. Not gonna happen. Yeah. But I was so afraid of the leakage because I read online, like the leak can still happen up to like three months. So I was very like, okay, I'm just like following the timers. I'm following the tracker. I'm putting everything in my fitness pal. Eric's watching like how much protein I'm getting as well. Cause he's helping me with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I was like, if I felt any pressure, I'm like, nope, we'll stop. And That's then funny. we start again. I would stop when I started to feel it like right about my boob area. Yep. 100%. Like when I started feeling it, like you can, it's weird because you never felt it before. No. Like you just shoveled it in and then you were miserable. Yep. Um, When I started to he- feel it like at the, right at the top of my abdomen, mm-hmm. I started being like, okay, now I need to stop. Yep. And then I would wait my 20 minutes and then I would drink water. Yep. And it is a full fucking time job. Yeah, we've even had messages like, it feels like a full-time job. It's because it is. It is. It is. It is. This is not, the reason we say this is not the easy way out because it is not easy. It is not easy. Um, If you are doing the things that you're supposed to be doing, the weight will come off. And no matter what, yeah, no matter what people, no matter what it's coming off, it's going to happen. It's just, you have to do what you're supposed to be doing, Mm -hmm. period. Like you have to get your water. You have to get your protein. Yep. And we learned from Hannah Schuler in the episode that we did with uh, her and Dr. D that your body needs protein to heal. Yeah, it's so important. Yes. It's insane. And so getting the that protein as much as you can, mm-hmm. uh, because you're not going to wake up and be able to get 80 ounces of protein. No. You're just not. No. It's not ever going to happen. Um, so you just kind of shoot for as much as you can during the day. And then you start again the next day. And it is a lot of repetition. Yep. And you come and starts becoming like your new normal, though. It does. Because like you're doing it so often that you like sometimes like you don't even think about it. It's almost like when you drive home and you don't even know how you did that. Like mm-hmm. just muscle memory kind of just walks right in for you. Yep. And you just like find yourself in the kitchen making a shake and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yep. I didn't even have to think about this. And yep. that's the point is like if you that's why they want you to have those two weeks off before yep. work, because you have to build that repetition and have to f- and start feeling better before you can go to work. Well, because you can't be at work and trying to start a new 
life no all in the same well, it's work is stressful. very hard there's yeah. no way i can imagine i we've hear people going back early and we're like mm-hmm. i could not imagine being stressed out of work and then feeling anxiety about oh shit i didn't get my protein in and mm-hmm. then you feel funky because you will feel funky yes you'll figure it out we call it being stupid yeah um because we will be not being able to think of words not mm-hmm. be able to function normally and then we're like oh we're being stupid we have no protein in our system that makes complete sense yeah Yes. Yeah. It's annoying. And you're like, oh, yeah. shit. And you do it to yourself. So it's like, hey, t- if you can take the time, mm-hmm. take the time. We understand mm-hmm. with work and being parents and crazy schedules that mm-hmm. it's you can't take it off sometimes. You we can't. understand. Yeah. Um, but if you have that capability, please do it for yourself. This yep. You've done the surgery for yourself. So why not do that part, too? Yeah. Because it's really important for you like the next couple months through the next like fucking years, really. Yeah, it is. Because you're building that baseline. Yes. That foundation is going to be built in that first three months. Yes. Um, and then something that I found very, very helpful, I use Berry-tastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a bariatric um, tracking yeah, app. app. Mm-hmm. And you can track everything. BMI, you can track measurements, you can track... Um, all your food and water. All your food and water. Mm-hmm. You can set timers. Yep. Like, it is a fantastic app for... Right after surgery. Oh, it is. So I would recommend download it before you go into surgery. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you get home, just start tracking, just putting it in there. Mm-hmm. Just get in the habit of it. Yes. Yeah. And if you don't like apps, if you'd rather see it on like pen and paper, do that. We have an excellent tracker on our Instagram. Yeah. That you are more than welcome to print out. Um, and we it says the times mm-hmm. and it says what you're drinking. And it is for that right after surgery thing. So it's protein and water. That's it. And you can print that out and you can like put little check marks or like if you're because you're only going to be able to drink about an ounce. Right. At a time. Legit ounce at a time. guys. It's like a shot glass. Yep. And so just put that, you know, one ounce next to whatever time and then just add it up at the end of the day. Um, So that that is my number one recommendation. Get a tracking app or do it on pen and paper. Have it ready to go. So that that first day that you start drinking it, mm-hmm. you are already starting this change of your life. Yeah, I, I couldn't say it any better because it's so important. Like track, 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 mm-hmm. um, because you're going to be thankful for yourself later. Mm-hmm. Because what Hannah was saying is like the protein and, and sleep is so huge for mm-hmm. healing. Yes. So how can you feel better if you're not getting the sleep and the protein in? Mm-hmm. Like you can't. And I say this all the time, even to Eric, I'm just like, we expect so much out of our bodies. But yet we won't put in the things that make our bodies work correctly. Correct. And it's we resist it. We resist it so much. And I don't mm-hmm. know what part of our makeup that makes us do that. Mm-hmm. But we got to stop resisting, especially in this scenario, because mm-hmm. we chose to do this. Yep. We wanted this. We wanted to save our lives and be able to live a fucking mm-hmm. life for once and not be so anxious all the time. Mm-hmm. And for you to not have to be in a room of four walls all mm-hmm. day long, like that's not life. No, that's not fun. No. And so, you know what? If it means that you have to track for a month, fucking I'm down, man. Yeah, right. Let's do this yeah, shit. to change my let's, life. Let's fucking yeah, track let's all the things. I don't even care anymore. Yeah. Like, let's go. Because mm-hmm. what you don't know is that once you get past those three months, you're going to feel fantastic. You're going to have so much energy. I mean, the- really, I felt energy as soon as I woke up. Yeah, you did. Yes, you did. And that is not common. No, just so everybody is aware. It weirded the fuck out of me when she told me. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. I remember when your ex messaged and he was like, she's walking. I'm like, what? 
Yeah. How? Yeah. How is this I happening? I remember day three taking a walk down to my in-laws, which my ex-in-laws now. Um, it was like seven door, seven houses down. Yeah. And I walked down. Yeah. Hung out there for a little bit and then walked back and it was like day three. Mm-hmm. I was so ready to be in my new life that I didn't care how I did it. Right. Like I was just overjoyed that I wasn't in pain. I didn't have to live in the four walls. Like I was walking all over my house. I was trying. I was doing my life. Yeah, you were. You're um, all up in that. One hundred percent. It was great though watching because like you were like like if if I was someone like watching you in pre-op stage, mm-hmm. if I was pre-op and watching you go through, I'd be like, holy shit, this is inspiring because mm-hmm. like you're like, go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I was and ready. You were like in it 100 percent and you were dropping weight like crazy i was and it was very awesome to watch as your friend just because it was like okay kelly's like doing this shit yeah because that's what's scary about watching your friends go through this because you don't know what's going to happen you're like are they going to be that awesome successful one or Mm -hmm. are they going to be the one that's like struggling like Mm -hmm. or are they going to be the one that regains you just don't know because there's so many different factors at play yeah because it's a mental part yep because like after week one and two happen the mental game starts coming through mm-hmm. and you're because you start because life happens. So, yep. you know, like your kid pisses you off or your boss does or a friend upsets you. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, I can't have food. All I can have is this protein shake. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. What do I do? And you start feeling your feelings and you realize like, oh, like because a lot of us think like when you f- feel those things that this is going to like take over our life for the whole day or week or whatever. Yeah. Right. But yeah. really, when you just cry it out, it's like two minutes. Yeah, it could be maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. Like it's not the whole day, but your body feels better once it gets all that emotion out. Yes. And so I encourage you guys to feel the feelings when you're feeling stressed out and you want something that's not the protein shake Mm -hmm. and you're like trying to figure it out. It's just your body trying to process the feelings because you didn't have to do that before. Mm -hmm. We literally would just go to the pantry. (laughs) We would go to the fridge and be like, oh, you know what? This sounds good. And then you would not even think about what just fucking happened to you. Mm -hmm. Like I used to think I was really well, I am really great at um, car car. No. You know what I'm trying to say, right? Compartmentalizing. Thanking. Thank you. Uh, my feelings. But and, and I really am good at that. But I also would just hide it and mask it with food, though. Mm. So when I did the same. at nighttime, I would like because now at nighttime, I decompress and I feel all the things and think about all the things. But before I would just eat that. Yep. I would just eat it all up. And yep. then the next day was a new day and I acted like nothing fucking happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's not that's not yep. healthy. That's how I got to 308 pounds. Yes. Like, I love how Patty and Michelle were like the three bridges. I never uh, heard that term, but I liked it. I'm like, yeah, I got to the three bridges. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm I'm will never go back that way because it was mm-hmm. so unhealthy. Yes. Like all the behaviors. Yeah. It's so unhealthy. And of that's what we were something doing. else that you will start to realize as you're moving in through those first few weeks, you will yeah. start realizing all of the behaviors that you were doing prior. Yeah, you're getting like flashbacks. Did you get yes. flashbacks? Oh, yeah. 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 And I think that the emotions of it were huge. 100%. I feel like I'm going to sneeze. sneeze. Elephant. What the fuck? What is that? You're supposed to yell elephant at someone that's about to sneeze. It's supposed to help them stop. No, it's like right here. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, getting those flashbacks and realizing like the behaviors that were not healthy. Yeah. Um, because a lot of if you're doing therapy and you're doing um, that before surgery, which we encourage, we do highly encourage, but we even more encourage it after. Yeah. Because you don't. Y- 
you come to some realizations before. Yeah. Like I came to a realization that I did it to myself. It wasn't done to me. Like I yeah. did it to myself. Yeah. And I realized that before, but after that, you know, the whole um, buyer's remorse and then realizing all the unhealthy habits I was doing, the hiding my feelings. I mean, I was in a really not great relationship Mm-mm. and I didn't even that didn't even come into play. You didn't see it. Didn't even see it. Mm-mm. And so I highly encourage going to therapy after because a lot of things are going to come up. And if you've had trauma, big trauma that has happened, and that's, you know, a lot of people have really bad trauma and then they gain weight Yep. Um, to help protect themselves. Yep. And if that's you, you need more than just a few therapy before yeah, or the fucking phone call with yeah, like the whatever that's not 15 or that's not 20 questions you get asked no, and that's, that's not it therapy because like in my family i now understand why all like a lot of them are like we come from a big line of people of just bigger right yeah and i was like ah that's just our history blah 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 no there was so much fucking trauma that happened mm-hmm. like learning that my aunt was raped and molested and so that's why she would eat and eat and eat so no one would ever touch her again yeah like that fucking sucks man yeah, it does and realizing like oh that's a defense mechanism that she how like used and it worked but mm-hmm. now she's like you know three four hundred pounds and it's like how mm-hmm. do you fix that and you're gonna need real help mm-hmm. with a doctor that's professional that can help you work through those feelings yes because just because you get the surgery doesn't make all those traumas go away no no it, at all so well, you have same, to do the work same with your food addiction yeah you know i have food addiction i have a very serious food addiction problem yep and Me too, man, it's it's really it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's having surgery doesn't erase that behavior. No. And don't feel bad. I know that there's a stigma about people having food addiction because some people don't believe that you can. Mm-hmm. But after talking to Dr. Shapiro, like mm-hmm. we went through that damn list with her and everything checks check marks for mm-hmm. an addiction. Yes. But because but it is food, not classified not as classified. a food addiction exactly. or as an addiction. Exactly. Because it's food, because mm-hmm. you have to have food to survive. So it's like, well, we still have all the behaviors and all the traits. Yeah. It's all there. It's all there. So don't be ashamed of it. Like everybody has their vice. And I'm not saying everybody has an addiction, but I am saying that like, hey, there are alcoholics out there. There's drug addicts out there. There's gambling out there. And they all have the same traits that we have. Mm. And it's just different. And they just put it in a different place. So I'm not I don't want anybody to feel bad that you have a food addiction. Yeah, because I'm not going to make fun of someone that has a gambling addiction. I'm not going to make fun of someone that has alcohol addiction because that fucking shit sucks. And it's hard to beat. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you know what? It's okay. Like we all have we're fucking human. We are. So like if you need help, go get help. And these doctors like Dr. Shapiro and even the real Barry boss, they all talk about, hey, get in with us before Like, we need to know all of the things Mm -hmm. because they can't just, I mean, yes, they will help you when you're in a trauma. Of course. Of course. But if they can see you when you're doing good, too. Yeah. That was like when that was really eye opening when we talked to them about that, because that is huge, because then they get to see what were you doing while you're feeling good. Yeah. So that way they can go back to that next year and be like, hey, in January through March, you were feeling great. But then X, Y, Z happened. And now April and May kind of fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. So that way they can look back. It's a whole thing of tracking. It's mm-hmm. a good thing for them to track that, too. Mm-hmm. So like and you don't have to do that part. You exactly. just, just got to go. Exactly. And they'll do that part. They'll help you. They'll yes. be like, hey, guess what? I'm noticing that you're falling into bad habits. Let's talk about it. Like, where mm-hmm. are you at with that? Because 
I, I say right after surgery, like book something if you don't yeah. already have something in place. Yeah. Because you, you don't know, it know could what's be every, you know, once a month check in. It yeah. could be once every two weeks or whatever you want to do. But there's nothing shameful no. about just talking. No, because that's all you're doing. You're talking and they're kind of helping you work through things. I'm I've always been a big ad- advocate for mm-hmm. therapy. Yeah, always. I grew up in a um very kind of my mom definitely pushed therapy. Yeah, she loves therapy. She finds that it's very, very helpful. Um, And I went through my uh, stage of bulimia. And so I had not great therapists. No. So but I was in therapy as a, a kid yeah. as a teenager. Um, and I think that's why it didn't get any worse. Right. It didn't go into, you know, it anything got else. Bad. It could have gotten really bad. Because we know people that have where they've the bulimia has gotten so bad to where like they've had to be hospitalized. Yeah. And then if they didn't get hospitalized, then they could have died. Oh, 100 percent. Because like yeah. you're killing your insides. Yes. So like it's very scary. I'm very thankful that you didn't go further because yeah. that would have been just crazy it would have been really bad really yeah. bad and um so I, I grew up in a family where it was always acceptable to ask for help mm-hmm. um and even with my mom being as you know she had four daughters single mom she went to college late in life she graduated from a four-year university got a job right after supported uh, us through Fucking, that entire thing she's a wonder woman man she is yeah. um i love my mom she's my inspiration for most of my life is to be like her because she is a fantastic woman. Yeah. Um, but she never stopped do like, she never made, she was never too busy to help us. Right. And some people don't have that. No. And so that's where the therapy comes in. Yeah. Because that's your help. Oh yeah. Cause like in my household, it was like frowned upon. Everybody Mm -hmm. was scared to go to therapy, Mm -hmm. but realizing now they were just scared to go to therapy because no one in my family wanted to face what the fuck was happening. Oh, no, no. Because it's was easier to, and that goes back to pre-op. Mm-hmm. It's easier to not think about it yep. and not say, why am I eating three pieces of cake in one sitting? Right. You don't want to think about that. No. So you're just going to be like, well, we're going to push that to the back and we're just going to do what we're doing in the front and we're just going to pretend like nothing happened. Exactly. And that's how it was in my family. That's why it was so hard for me to even see what I was doing to myself. Yep. So like, guys, and also no one needs to know you're going to therapy. No, you don't have to share it. You don't have to tell anybody shit, man. This is your life. You get to do what the hell you want. Mm -hmm. And if you have a doctor's appointment once a month, we know that your work's going to be fine with that. Yeah. So like, you don't have to tell them either what you're, Mm -hmm. where you're going and who you're talking to. So don't feel obligated to tell people you're allowed to work on yourself Mm -hmm. and not have to tell anybody about it. And you Mm -hmm. can just reap all the benefits from it. So I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. So it's kind of a two-parter. What is the one thing that you wish you knew? Oh, yeah. Before. Before? Like before surgery? In, right right after surgery. Like within that, that, pre-op, oh, that window? pre-op, post-op stage where that's like, you know, the two-weeker mark. Hmm. What do I wish I would have known? I would have wished that it does get easier. Because uh-huh. I was so like in my head mm-hmm. that it was just going to be tough all the time. Mm. that I thought I would never get the protein because it took me guys like almost six months to balance getting um, I was trying to get 70 to 80 grams of protein and yeah. I was trying to get the same for water. Ah. So I was trying to hit like 
Because they said a third of your weight should be, I think, protein or something. There, okay. was, there was like some mathematical thing. Okay. And I was trying to hit those numbers and it took me so long. Yeah. And I was so hard on myself about not hitting it. Mm-hmm. But realizing my body can't do that. It just wasn't capable of mm-hmm. doing that. So I really wish I could have. Someone would have told me like, hey, it will be easier yeah. no matter what. It will get easier because it has to. Like your body starts healing. You mm-hmm. start getting into the rhythm of things. Your and swelling starts going down. down. You can get more food, more yep. water. Yeah. Okay. I really right. just wish I knew that portion of I it. I like that. Yeah. I like that. What about for you? I think I would have wanted to know how important a routine is. Yeah. Because I, I started it and then I would kind of like my routine always changed. And yeah. I think if I had just found that that thing that worked for me mm-hmm. and just stuck with it. I think I would have. I think that's your ADD going though. Well, 100%. It yeah. is. I, but well, I didn't back, know, I didn't know how important a routine was. Yeah. And so I wish I had known early on, like, here's the things that you need to do. Figure out like your water, your protein and your exercise. Focus on those three things yes. and you'll be amazing. Yes. Don't look at calories. Don't look at carbs. Yeah. Don't look at any of those things. Only look at literally what your doctor told you to look at. And that's water, water and, and protein, protein and movement. Yeah. yeah. All they want. Those top three things is all they want you to do. Mm-hmm. So don't bother your brain with anything else. Yeah. Because like, why are we putting more pressure on ourselves to like yeah. check anything else? That's not what I, my doctor wants. And mm-hmm. they're the ones that went to school for fucking ever. So yeah, exactly. Just follow those three things. And yeah, it's the routine is so important. Mm-hmm. It is so ridiculously important. And like, I just wish I never broke my routine. Yeah. And that's me when too. we move fucking here. That's like the deal. And like, I want to get back onto that routine. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying not to be hard on myself because I know it can't be all back to normal like no, it was before. No, it can't. So I'm it trying can't. to figure out like, what can it be now? You know, what can it be in today's world? What does that routine look like for Melanie? Because it can't be what it was after pre-op. No, because life is completely different than what it was. Right. Um, You know, we're we've spent more time in the studio in the last two weeks than I think we ever have. Right. And that's, you know, that throws us off routine. It does. Because we had a routine of like, this is when we record. This is when we do this. This is when we do this. Um, yeah, I'm I'm slowly getting back into mine. Yeah. Which I'm I'm actually really enjoying. Good. Um, having that like system down. Yeah. Um, because I, I was in a really good rhythm, of course, before the divorce. Yeah. And then I kind of went off the rails because I I was going through trauma and I didn't know what my my day looked like. And I was actually thinking in the car the other day, I was like, when exactly did my rhythm stop? Like, when exactly did it stop? Mm -hmm. And it was when I moved. Moves, man. Yeah. Moves really do it. Because I we were in. Let's see. I went to New Orleans. Yep. We went to Florida. Yep. Came back. I was divorced. (laughs) And then I moved. And then we, I think we did something else. There was another event that happened. I'm sure there was. Within that. Yeah. And so it was like, I was traveling all the time. I wasn't being prepared. No. Um. I moved. I had nothing. I had no recollection of where I was living. What like I th- had no system. What do you think could helped? What would have helped you? Looking I, back, what could you have done to help yourself? Looking back, if I had, number one, been prepared for every trip of like, what, what am I eating? 
where am I putting this and this and this? Because so being this conscious important. of it and like yeah. having that part of your checklist when traveling. Correct. Okay. Um, knowing that I had a boyfriend that I wanted to stay over there, being having those things that make me successful over mm-hmm. there right. would have made a huge difference. Yep. And then also making sure that the things that I needed to help me. So having my um my protein ready to go, having protein rich foods in the fridge, yep. all of those things ready to go into my new house and knowing exactly where they were. Yep. And that first morning waking up in that house, treating it exactly like it was the old house. Yeah. Those things would have helped so much knowing I, I don't think I would have gone off so as much. When I'm listening to you, it sounds like you've stopped taking care of yourself. Oh, 100%. I think I felt completely out of control. Yeah. And I know that those newly post-opers, that's how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. They're, the control thing is really big because you, the only person you can control is yourself. Yep. And so for me, have, being in control is like the the top priority. Yeah. And none of what happened was in my control. No. You know, Satan leaving me. I had no control over that. Mm-mm. The pro- the whole process of the divorce, I had no control. No. Um, so it's almost like you can, for those that are listening, you can take, I take comfort in controlling myself. Yes. And like my reactions to things and how I treat myself. Uh-huh. So you could use it as a benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, hey, man, I can't control that this fucking dude's an asshole and mm-hmm. now is taking me through lawyers and bullshit. Yeah. But you know what I can do to make myself feel better is do the workouts is stay on my routine because yeah. I know that's going to make me feel good. Correct. Um, which is, is easier said than fucking done. It is. It 100%. totally is. But I also feel like it, there's some days that I'm like before, like before I was like, come on, Kelly, you got this, that I would just lay in bed and be like, I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And now I wake up and I'm like, Okay, I'm going to take the next hour and do nothing. And then I'm going to get my ass up and I'm going to go and do this and this and this because this is what's normal. Yeah, it's like you scheduled yourself to feel everything in process. Yeah. Like, I think that's a really good way of like going forward. So like if you guys are feeling any traumas or having any stress, Mm -hmm. like give yourself a day of the month where you're like, you know what? This day is just me and I'm going to just feel this and not track i'm not gonna do anything i want like anything that's gonna mm-hmm. do anything i just want to just be home or whatever or, the case yeah is. like there was a day um last month that i was sitting in my office at home and i was like i just need an hour yeah and i was like but you have lots of work to do and then i was like but you just need an hour and i was like but i have a lot of work to do mm-hmm. so i actually left in completely in my brain that i was gonna go run errands for the podcast right and I ended up like I got in my car and I was like, no, no, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take an hour for myself. Yeah. And I called the pedicure place and I was like, I'm 10 minutes away. Can I get in? Right. And I went and I sat for an hour and just enjoyed. I didn't even look at my phone. Nice. I didn't like I didn't do anything. I just legit sat back in the chair. That's great. And it revitalized my entire system. Yeah. Because you just need sometimes like a break. <clears throat> you do. You and just need a break. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing. And I have to keep reminding myself of this. Self-care is not selfish. No. Not so especially newly post-op, self-care is not selfish. No, these are things you need. This is like a very important to your journey. Yes. You have to take care of yourself. That was yep. the whole point of the surgery in the first place. Exactly. Was to get you back to baseline mm-hmm. of feeling good. And how yep. can you do that without 
taking care of yourself. 100%. You know, I know society is kind of an asshole about this. It's like it is. They, they make you feel like you're being selfish, but you're not. Yeah. And if you hear anybody say, just fucking correct those people. I almost said a bad word. I don't know why I like censored myself there, but I did. Um, <laughs> we are not censored on this podcast. I know. It's so weird. Um, but yeah, like just take care of yourself. And if that means you need to go get a pedicure done and like just relax, fucking do it. Go yeah. on a walk, mm-hmm. sleep. You can take a nap. Take a nap. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Take care of you, you and find your rhythm. I yeah. think that's the biggest advice. Yeah, that I find your rhythm. Take care of you. Yeah. Find your rhythm. Yeah. Um, your rhythm routine, however you want to phrase it. Um, so then the other question I had was what is one item that you wish you had pre-op or pre-op post-op in that oh, stage? What do you mean by item? Like an actual like physical thing? Yeah. Like what do you think that would be would have been the most important piece? Not mm. food, not anything of that. Okay. But like what item do you use? Because I already have mine. Hmm. That I didn't have? Yeah. Or is it something that, that I you ha- didn't know that existed? Oh, I don't know. Well, let's see what yours is. I don't know how to, bottle. I don't know how to I don't know how to answer I that. I wish I had had this. Okay. Because it never leaves my side. Oh yeah. And it tracks my water. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to add anything in. Yeah, you don't have to do it at all. It does it itself. No, it does it itself. And it reminds me to drink. And yeah. you can set the reminders of like how far. So if okay. I had had that and said, okay, every 45 minutes I need it to flash so it reminds me to drink water. Okay. There you go. Like it would have made tracking my water so much easier because I have such a more handle, a, a more handle, a better handle on my fluids mm-hmm. now than I ever did. Okay. I see. I see what you're yeah. going there. I see what you're yeah. doing. So I wish that I had known hydrate existed. Hi- yeah. I would say... I mean, that's a big one for me now that I know what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. because it takes away another item I don't have to track. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Like Like you you just carry it with you. It frees up time in your brain. Exactly. Um, Man, an item. Shoot. I don't know. I know. I was like, this one's going to stump her. That one's hard. Yeah. Because like I felt really, really prepared because I had everything that for for weighing my food. I had Mm -hmm. that. I had all the apps. I had all the trackers like. I had the timers. I had the little cups. Mm-hmm. Um, only thing. I mean, this isn't an item. It was just I know I, this is an item. OK, this is an item. I wish I had free weights at home. Oh, just five pound free weights. I never had that. And I wish I did. So that way, when I was like feeling like I couldn't like go to the gym, mm-hmm. I could literally just, you know, behind my head, do the mm-hmm. things with the free weights mm-hmm. and just work my arms. There you so go. I do wish I had some sort of free weights. OK, that's what I would go with. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's important for you to, because not every day is going to be like, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to the gym. Right. Some days you just don't have that energy. Well, and I work from home now, but even then, like it was, a, it's a desk job. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always had desk jobs except for when I was 16. So mm-hmm. like if you, you could bring those to work, mm-hmm. I saw girls all the time bringing like resistant bands mm-hmm. or their weights and stuff. And I just wish like, I just went, I don't know why I didn't. Lived really close to fucking Target. Mm-hmm. I could have grabbed them. Yep. But I never did. And that's something I do regret because I could have just had it at my desk at work. Could have used that when I couldn't go on mm-hmm. walks or if, or if it got busy, you know, mm-hmm. you can just do those easy peasy. I was doing squats at my desk. I don't know why I didn't think about having weights at my desk. Yeah. Kind of goofy. Yeah. So it's it's something that you just don't think about Mm-mm. because you're so focused on other things. Yeah. Which it happens. Yeah. So, I'm really happy you uh, wanted to do this episode. 
I Thanks. like it. It was my idea. It was. It was really good. I was like, you know what? We have so many pre-oppers mm-hmm. or people that have just come out of surgery. And it's so hard to navigate those first few weeks. Yeah. It's so it really hard. Is. Your entire life has flipped upside down. Yeah. And if we can make that just a little bit easier, that's all we want. That's what we're here for. That's all we want. If you're a support person, yeah, grab some things that we talked about, cups, Mm -hmm. timers, Mm -hmm. help them with like, give them some protein, Mm -hmm. you know, like stock them up on like protein waters. Mm -hmm. Like those go a long way. Liquid IV, do it. Yes. Yes. So, um, so all of those things help. Yeah. And I just, I just hope that this helps somebody out there. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys are further along post-op and you have answers to the two questions I asked Mel, let us know what your answers were. What yeah. you what you th- wish you had known during that time. Mm-hmm. And then what item do you think would have been beneficial Seriously. for you? Put that in the comment area. Yeah. Message you, us. Mess. Any of those questions. Yeah. So I can't wait to see. Yeah, I want to know what your guys' answers are. Yeah. So and when Kelly finally lets me release all the videos, <laughs> um, you will get to watch this on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I we are like I said, we're waiting on one last it's piece. Shipped. It's shipped. It's shipped. We're Everybody. stoked. We're stoked. Yeah, I saw it last night and I was like, ah, it's shipped. <laughs> I was like so excited. Um, so let us know, or we will eventually release these videos. I know some people were like, Where's the video, guys? Yeah. And we're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I can't let her release it. Not yet. even patrons have these. No, nobody sees them. No. So, because um, I really want, it's such a huge difference down here it that is. I want, um, I want everybody to enjoy it. Exactly. So, yeah. and we had, we were so good about documenting the entire journey of doing this. Yep. This we were uh, on it. Yeah, we were on it. So we want you guys to be shocked and awed. I want like you to be we a were. part of it too, because yeah. it was a long process, and it was. It's really cool to see. Like how something actually comes down and then gets built back up. Yeah. So. Yes, exactly. All so, right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening yes. hanging out with me and Kelly. This yes. was so much fun. Yeah. Don't forget to go over. Check out Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash OSLP. And for all of your merch needs, don't forget to go to our. 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 Sleeplifepodcast.com. Um, and we are always adding new things. Well, I'm always always adding new things. That's right. Um, That's right. And if you have any ideas for merch or anything like that, just message them on over because I'm right. always willing to come up with some new designs. And get your tickets. Come hang out with yes, us. We want to see you in shows. person. That is the yes. whole goal is for us to travel, yes. tour, meet our freaking people, yep. hang out with you, give you hugs and inspire each other. So go get those tickets right freaking now it's yeah. on our website go to the live events and click on the on the tab and that's all of it that's right so we love, love you guys, guys and we will see, see you next time bye hey listeners if you've enjoyed your time with us please rate review and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts also check us out on patreon.com forward slash oslp for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever yeah and also check out our youtube page subscribe hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released yeah and we would like to give a big thank you to Marie cruz for our logos eric vaughn with 17 street studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space thanks for listening to our sleep live podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time 